So, um, my lovely husband is not here today. He's up gallivanting in Traverse City. No, he's working, you know. So, I'm going to bring a word that me and him have um, just been talking about in December and different things like that. Uh, but I don't know if I can beat last week. If you, if you did, were not here, you got to go listen to the podcast. He talked about giving. And most of the time when you come to a church and you hear about giving, you're like, all I want is my money, you know. And it was such the most joyful giving message I've ever heard. I was like, somebody give me some more money because I want to do something. here." I mean, it was just, it was so much joy. There, I, I felt like people were just laughing the whole time. So how good is that? Because usually it's like, you know what, I need a padlock on this. Make sure my, zip, my purse stays zipped, you know. And because we don't give because we have to, we give because we love God. So that was an awesome message. So I'm going to try to do, uh, I'm going to try to like top that, but he put a really high bar up there. So those of you that haven't, you're going to just think it's awesome because you didn't hear that bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I'm going to go right into Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13, 7. We, lo- we like to read about that because it's about love. Love is, you know. It's not what the world thinks, like, oh, I love you. Oh, I like that boy, or I like that girl. And you're flirting, and you're texting. No, I'm talking about love. What does God say about love? So in 1 Corinthians 13, um, 7, it says, It always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, always protects. Um, In the American Standard Version, it says, Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Aw, isn't that nice? Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, it's really easy to read. I could, I could pull up on my phone like a hundred different translations, right? I can read that. But then God says, yeah, I want you to read it, and then I want you to apply it. Yeah, yeah. That gets a little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Come on. Come on, I'm excited. So, so we're going to talk about bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. What does that mean? What does it mean to bear with all things? Okay, does that mean that you just, you know, no matter what happens, you're going to be okay with that? You know, if you're, if your teenager's like, well, I haven't got my license yet, but I'm going to drive your car. Just bear with me. <laughs> um, No. You know what I mean? If you go to work, if you like call your boss and say, you know, I just really feel like staying in my pajamas today. Just bear with me. I'm just having a hard day. Your boss is not going to be like, oh, it's okay, sweetie. I feel like that sometimes too, you know? If you have a really good boss, maybe you'll get that. But you know what I mean? So what does, what does it really mean to bear all things? It means basically to cover with silence when there's sin present. So basically, if you see sin in somebody's life, if someone comes to you and is like, this is what's going on, you're to cover that with silence. You're not to go and say, hey, did you hear about? Let me tell you what's going on in their life. God said, no, you're going to bear with them in love. You're going to walk through them because you know what? Their sin is just a product. That's just their action. Their heart, their heart is righteous in Christ. Okay, so you're not going to air their dirty laundry because we all got our own dirty laundry, right? 
And so if God revealed that to you, he revealed that to you so that you can pray and bear with them that burden because it is painful to live in a sin nature. We all know when we're living in sin, it is painful. It is uncomfortable. You feel out of control. How would it be if someone come in and love you and say, I'm with you? That's what it means to bear, to bear things with people. You know, if you're not going to commit to bear with them, to carry it, you know, if you're not going to be with them, if you're not going to put in that time with them to cover it, you know, to cover them with silence, then you need to shut up. If you can't put up, shut up. Someone always said, if you can't help the situation, then you turn it into gossip. Are you willing to walk through it with them? You know, are you willing to become, guess what? You might end up becoming the bad guy. Are you, what is the cost? Are you willing to really bear that? You know, when you discipline your children, what is it? I hate you, I'm running away. You know, are you going to be like, I'm so hurt by that. I just can't take care of my kids anymore. No, we're like, you'll get over it. Love you. I'm going to love you through it. You know what? Love you too much to, to yell at you. You know what I mean? We know that as parents, right? We have hurt our children or they've gotten mad at us and we say, I love you too much to fight with you. But you know what? I know you're hurting and I'm going to stand with it. I'm going to stand beside you. I'm going to help you through that, right? That's what we do. We don't go and be like, you can't believe my children are the worst children in the world. They're horrible. I don't even know if they know the Lord. Well, that's okay. Even if they don't, they're just pre-Christians. They just don't know yet. Bear with them right? I mean, I guess I can say it because my children are here. Horrible children. <laughs> Don't tell Layla. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Um, and then it says, believes all things, okay? I don't think that means believe everything people tell you. Some people are really good liars. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like, I can play a joke on someone and be all serious, um, uh, you know, with it, I remember one time I was like, I had bought a baby outfit for somebody. And then like all of these, these youth kids are like, Oh, you got that baby outfit. I knew you were pregnant. I'm like, yeah, I am. I am. And they're like going telling everybody. And I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm joking with you. I said, I just really, really like to eat. So, and so, you know, some of us, we can lie pretty well. I don't need it. You know, other people like, they can't even lie and say they put mustard on their sandwich. You, you're like, the, you know, it's like all over their face. You know. Like, if you have some children like that, Lana used to be like that. Someone would be like, don't tell your mom. And then she'd get out of the car and be like, someone told me not to tell you something. This is what they said. So I'm always like, you know what? Tell this one. She can't lie. Even if she wanted to, it just, you know, it's like, and she can't hold it. So that's, so it doesn't mean believe everything that you hear. Okay, that's not what it means. It means believe all things. That means we're trusting, we're believing that God has this. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't actually want you to be in perfect situation all the time. He doesn't. Do you know that? He wants you to be in the desert sometimes because you can grow there. He says, it's okay. We, we, I know what's going to happen in the end. It's all right. You know, are you a little uncomfortable? Oh, that's okay because that's where you'll grow. And, you know, we're over there, like, crying in the oasis, you know. And he's like, it's fine. Trust me. Because love trusts. And it trusts people. 
God put these people in your life. He put your family in your life. You know what? They may have done something untrustworthy, but God says you can still trust humanity because he trusts us. He put the fate of his entire creation in the hands of humanity. I think he trusts us a little bit. You know what I mean? He's like, you know what? I know they're probably going to, they're going to have some opportunities to make some mistakes. And he says, but I've got this. He said, you know what? They, they made some bad choices, but I sent Jesus. He's always one up. He's always one ahead of us. So if you make a mistake, be like, okay, he's got the answer is in there somewhere. I might not be to it yet. I might not be able to see it. But I can trust that God knows what's going on. And he sent people in my life to support me. We need to trust each other. You know, people are like, well, I trust God. I just, I just don't trust people. Yikes. That's a scary, lonely place to be. You know why? Because they can hurt you, right? How many guys have hurt people? I need both my hands. Um, how many guys have been hurt? You know? Yeah. I've been, the older I get, the less hurt I get because the more joy I have. And I realize, I probably did that to somebody. God kind of reminds me when I hurt people. He's like, yeah, remember how that felt? I'm like, oh. He's like, that's how they feel. Because when you love someone, you trust them. I'm not saying if someone has had an issue with stealing, you're not going to be like, hold my purse. (laughs) Okay? You might be like, I trust you to pick me up, okay? You can give me a ride, but you're not touching my purse. I'm not going to put that temptation there. We'll give you a little more time. You know what I mean? Like, he's not talking about trust like that. He's trusting that you have um, authentic goodness in your heart towards them. Like, you're not out to, to get them. Does that make sense? So... Um, because God never withholds his love from us and he always releases it because he trusts us. Even when he knows we're probably going to make some bad decisions, he's still like, you know what, try it. He puts you on the bike and he lets you go and you fall. And he says, it's okay, a little scrape, go again, go again. Failure is something we all need in our life because it gives us a place to go into victory. If everything is always taken care of for you and everything is perfect, you know, how are you ever going to grow? Right? Come on, you guys are way too quiet for me today. We're going skating later. I mean, there should be some joy bubbling up in here. Oh, man. So, and then God says, hopes all things. Hope expects something good. It's expecting something good. If you expect someone to hurt you again and live from what happened to you instead of what, you're, what is happening now, your heart's going to stay broken. That's not love. If you're always like, well, this happened to me in the past. God says, you don't live in the past. You live not even in the now. You live in the future. Because God, God has called us in faith two things the past is there to guide you in decision in making good choices for the next season so we can't live in the past of what 
what, what has happened. Say, God, what's going on now? You know? Just because, you know, I think about um, my husband. We get in, do you guys, do you all, if you're married, you all argue, right? We're not going to pretend that isn't a real thing. If you don't argue, you're not actually married. <laughs> right? So just because we disagreed and he did something I didn't like or, you know, he said he was going to clean that kitchen for me and I come home and he's, you know, everything else is done but the kitchen. Did you hear me? What are you hearing when I speak, right? How many guys said that? When I talk, what are you hearing? I don't know. You know, because if, you, if you're married, you know men will be like, I don't know, I wasn't really listening. And you guys, they're not thinking about something else. They just, I asked my husband all the time, what were you thinking about? He said, nothing. I just wasn't thinking about anything. <laughs> I was just watching TV or whatever. They're not, they're not diabolically like, well, I'm not going to do that because she didn't do this and blah, blah, blah. They're just like, nothing. I wasn't thinking about it. And that's okay. And so I can't be like, well, now I can't. I can't trust you. You know what? I can't. Um, because of the way you were, now I can't trust you in this next season. God's like, no, this is a new season. You need to have new grace. Because when we hope the worst, that's not love. Hope is expecting for a good report. Hope is expecting that, um, that you are expecting goodness to come out of it and not negative, right? At least I hope that's what you're hoping for. <laughs> Get enough hopes in there. Um, and then the last thing is, love endures all things. <sighs> yeah. Some of us have had big trials and some of us had small trials. You know, some of us had opportunities to really endure. It's hard. When you see it in someone else's your life, you're like, you can do this you got this. You know what? Just trust God. But when it's in your own life, you're like, you don't understand what's going on. You don't know what they did to me. They hurt me. You know what? Over and over, I've trusted and trusted, and here we are again and again and again and again. Right? That's how it feels inside for you. You know? But you want to go up some, I just, you know what? Just trust the Lord. <laughs> Get out of this religious box that everyone has to just, everything's got to be perfect. Your life isn't perfect. My life isn't perfect. Don't worry. God knows that. Right? He knows that. He's not worried about it. So we don't need to be worried about it. That was just extra. Good. Let me see what you can have. So, you know, love that endures all things, it puts up with other people's mistakes. It doesn't give up on people when we disagree. We don't throw away what we have because of a circumstance. Now, there are times that things that, you know, I don't know how everything turns out, but we can't be like, you know, when you were in grade school, I had this girl and she's like, well, I'm not going to be your friend unless you bring me candy tomorrow. Well, I'm not going to be your friend if you don't let me sit here. And I thought, you know, when I was in the little kid, you know, I was the shyest little kid ever. And I'm like, I want a friend, you know, because I didn't know who I was and I was just hurting all the time. I grew up in a really abusive home, all of these things. And so it's like, somebody likes me, <laughs> you know? I mean, if you guys even knew me when I was a little kid, you'd be like, I, 
you are, you, something is not right with this child. <laughs> I was that child, <laughs> you know? And I used to think that now if someone said that to me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not giving you candy and I'm going to rob you and take your money and buy my own candy. And I'm buy- take your candy too, you know? Tell me you're not going to be my friend if I give you candy. Matt tried that once. <laughs> now you see I have everything. <laughs> I said, now you're going to be my husband. Buy me the candy. No, I was joking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Something's happening here. So it endures. It puts up, you know, and I'm not saying that we accept and let people hurt us. I'm saying is we say, okay, God, this is going on. How do I put boundaries here but still know that you love them? Still know that, you know, most of the time when people are hurting you, they're not evil and like, I'm going to hurt them on purpose, right? But sometimes we start playing this out in our head. And pretty soon we've made such a case against people that there's no room for us to have forgiveness. That's why when we endure all things, we're like, okay, we are different people. We disagree. In my household, there are two people that are exactly the same. It is not me and my husband. Me and Lana are the same. And Matt and Layla are very similar. And sometimes when Lana argues with me, Matt goes, stop talking, you're just arguing with yourself. <laughs> he said in this... And I'm like, oh, it's just because it's like, I can't, just because we disagree, God's like, I want you to have people who disagree with you. That builds, if someone agreed with me all the time, yeah, I remember, I'm in a beautiful mercy here. She was, she was so sweet. She still is sweet. When I first met her, I thought, you know what? She just agrees with everyone because she doesn't want to ever have waves. And so I thought, it's going to be my job to poke the bear and tell the bear to ask me. And it did. And I was like, good job, you yelled at me. You told me to shut up. You told me you didn't like me. I love this. And she's just like, oh, my gosh, this lady's crazy. She's happy that I hate her at this moment. But I thought, you know, that's what love enduring is. Now, please, if you have issues with self, if you're still working on your value, don't do that. Because if you poke the bear, they will come after you. (laughs) If you're not ready for that, don't poke the bear. I think God has given me grace to poke the bear at times. (laughs) (laughs) But if you haven't, it will make, you know... So know, know where your grace lands. So we, we don't want this to be a command that we need to believe the best in people. We want this to be authentic feelings that we have towards people. That, that we actually think, you know what, they want good. I don't know why they did that. You know, they probably have their reasons. They probably have, you know, their baggage that I can't see. But we authentically want to see the good and we see... We want to see restoration. We want to see them receive the goodness of the Lord. Um, Excuse me one minute. Because no one's out to get us, okay? No one's out to get you. No one's like, I'm going to do these things. These make them really mad. You know what I mean? I just can't wait to make them mad. And you're not out to get someone, Right? Are any of you guys like, I can't wait to get up and destroy their life today? Come on! Who can I wreak havoc on today? Yes! 
I would hope if any of you guys have had those thoughts, please see us after church. We will help you. <laughs> but that's not how we think. How do we get to that part there? Because like sometimes when you're in an argument, you're like, I am going to destroy this. I got this. You know? Have you ever been there? And then like something happens. I love it when I have like everything in my mind ready and they just come up and be nice to me. And I'm like, oh, but I planned this for days. I planned this for days. And then all of a sudden, they're like the sweetest person to you. And you're like, can someone trip them and just make them mad so I can fight with them? No, no one's out to get you. We're not looking to hurt people. Even though we do, we're not, that's not our, that's not what we're going, setting out to do. You because know, there's no room for punishment in relationships. Well, you did this, so I'm going to do this. Right? It doesn't, yes, come on, I'm going to receive that. Never works. Punishment doesn't work. It just makes your kids and your spouses and your coworkers get better at hiding things from you. Your kids, when you punish them, so let's say they snuck out. You punish them, what happens? They get better at keeping it from you. How many of you guys did that with your parents? Not me. Don't tell my mom. Take that part out. (laughs) You know? We know how kids are very smart, and they know, oh, this is going to get me in trouble. All I have to do is make sure you don't find out about it. I'm still going to do it because punishment doesn't change the heart. Because God didn't punish us. We don't even know how to receive punishment because we don't have the capacity to because Jesus paid it all. We were not even created to receive punishment. Is there correction? Yes. Is there cause and effect? Yeah. You know, you tell your kids, you know, you can't wear those short shorts to school. I'm not going to fight them and wrestle them and be like, you're going to put these long pants on. You know what? That happened with one of my kids. They wore them to school. Guess what? Counselor come up to him. Those are too short. Kid comes. Ah, counselor said that to me. I'm like, oh, I wonder what you're going to do. I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> you know, cause and effect. She had to go get something out of her backpack and put it on. You know, no punishment there. It's a cause and effect. So we don't have to live punishment like you did this, so I'm going to hurt you. You hurt me. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of work. I'd get tired. I have to always be thinking about how to hurt somebody. You know, we learn to give the gift of acceptance even though we don't agree. We can accept somebody and not agree with everything about them. Did you guys know that? I know that's, I know in America, we, when you look on Facebook, you think you can't because like for some reason, Facebook, like there's like a Facebook demon over that. (laughs) And like, as soon as they get on there, it's like, I'm going to make you, I'm going to convince you through my, you know, eloquent typing. No, they already got their decisions. So you can accept them and love them, even though you have disagreements. You might have different political agreements. You might have different ways of raising children. You might have, you know, different ways of what you think about, you know, anything. How to work, how much you should work, what type of clothes you should wear, what cars you drive. <laughs> now, let's not get in a fight here. Let's get in a fight here. <laughs> Your own sides. <sighs> you know what the best car is? Free one. <laughs> Got you all. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, I said we're not going to fight. Um, but, you know, we can, we, can, we can accept people's flaws without agreeing with their thoughts, 
their lifestyles and their decisions. Right? Do you guys, are all of your friends exactly like you? Good. Me and my husband were like, I, it is the grace of God that our marriage works because we are completely everything I like, he hates. I love to sing everything. <laughs> everything. I, my voice might sound like a cat being murdered. <laughs> but I don't care. I like to. So sometimes he'll knock on the bathroom and say, are you okay? Because I'm just in there laughing. <laughs> just, I will do that because I'll just look in the mirror and I'll say, God, you love me and I'm so crazy. And then I just start praying and Layla and him will come, oh, Mom, are you okay? And then I'll just start singing songs about M&M's or yeah, last night it was M&M's, cookies, bananas, frosty. I mean, I made up, you know, that's just my life. Matt's like, no, there will be no singing. We listen to music. That's it, you know. So I could be like, you never let me sing. Why don't you ever sing with me? Or I can be like, you know what? You stand there, and I'll dance around you, and he'll just be standing there. That's been our whole life, you know, in real, you know, real life, and that's him. He's just standing there, and I'm dancing all the time because our personalities. If I had two people dancing, who would get the spotlight? Then I'd probably get mad. <laughs> right? Because we're meant to have differences. We're meant to be different. We, and, you know, the things that I don't do well, he does really well. So we can, we can actually move and grow. We both have flaws. I know, it's hard to believe, but I do have some flaws. One or two. Um, but we don't have to agree with their thoughts and ideas. We can talk about them, but we don't have to be like, well, we can't talk if I can't, if, you know, if we don't agree on this. Well, how are you ever going to get anywhere? Sometimes you learn new things. You know, we need to anticipate the good. Anticipate when you come into something, it's going to be good. Tuesday, I went to turn on my water. I'm in the shower. And you guys, you don't understand this hair. This is a special hair that the Lord blessed with very few people. For fair. And if you don't, um, it's scary. Matt actually prefers that I don't, that he doesn't see me without his glasses, with his glasses on with this hair. It is scary. I've scared my children, literally scared my children <laughs> and other people's children. It is scary. So how many of you guys have been scared by my hair? <laughs> when, you, when you get up, it is Sometimes I've scared myself. I don't know how it happens, but it just... So, you know, I go turn the water on. A little bit of water comes out. I'm like, this is good. All of a sudden, no more water comes out. You know, and my first thought was like, oh my gosh, our well went out. Uh, all of this is going on, you know. And then I thought, you know what? I have neighbors who have water. Like, I'm, you know, we already had plans for today. Like, I got to get my kids to school. Like, Matt's got to get, you know what? Something good's going to come out of this. Whatever's going to happen, like, this is just going to be, so I just said to the Lord, I said, whatever's going on here, um, I'm going to anticipate that it's something so little that it will be fixed like that. And guess what? Matt went down. He's like, there's nothing wrong with the well. And I said, well, there's no water. It's like, there's nothing wrong. And I said, well, you know what? We're going to just, it's going to come back on. So 10 minutes later, I'm like, you know what? 
I just know that this was just a setback to see how I was going to handle this. And guess what happened? Water. Those of you who have been without water, you know how much. That is like a blessing from the Lord. If, you know, I had to shower outside this summer. I mean, it was nice, but still, when it got cold, yeah, when it got cold and it was like the end of September and the frost is on the ground and you're like running out there, you know, in your robe, you're like, I'm thankful for an inside shower. Um, so you want to anticipate good. Invite the Holy Spirit into your life. Sometimes we're just like, oh, I know there's a Holy Spirit, but I don't really want his help. I got this. Well, if you got this, you wouldn't be where you are. (laughs) Let him in. You know, he's able to see from a different perspective than we are. You know, he helps you be aware of the moment to practice when opportunity arises. The more relationships, the more connections you have, the more opportunities you have to have a difference of opinion. Yay, right? If you aren't around people, you're always, you know what I mean? You're not going to have to worry about a difference of opinion. Hopefully you agree with yourself, you know? If you're, t- if you're fighting with yourself, that might be, you know? But the more people you put in the mix, the more um, opportunities you're going to get to work through difference of opinion. And the Holy Spirit, he's, he's there to assist you. You know, he's there to remind you what their intent is. And he's there to remind you of what your intent is. Your intent is not to destroy people. Your intent is to be heard, to love, and reconcile and have good connection with people, Right? Because it would be lonely to be all by ourselves. We want, we can say, I can do it by myself. No, you cannot. You were not created to that. It is not possible. That's why he gave you each other. You know, and we have to believe everyone wants to change for the better. The things that, that I do wrong today, I'm like, I don't want to keep doing that. And you've got to think that for other people that they're not like, no, I never want to change. I like everything about me. Nobody likes everything about themselves. If you have been a teenage girl or you have raised a teenage girl, you know that. You're looking at them and they're so beautiful. And they, You know, when we were 12 and 13, we looked all, my mom put a side pony with a big scrunchie in my hair. There wasn't no makeup. You know what I mean? My pants were shirt, too short. My shirt was so big, you know. And here these guys are, they're like contouring, you know, like their hair is all like perfectly straight. And I'm like, I still haven't made it there. <laughs> still working towards You know what I mean? But then they still find flaws and you're like, you're so beautiful. Like, I want to be you. And they're like, oh, I can't believe this. I have one hair that's sticking out. Life is over. <laughs> I'm going to rip that hair out along with a few others. <laughs> That's a real mother's heart. (laughs) I haven't ripped your hair out very much, have I? I'm good at brushing. Maybe. My mom taught me, she said, if you want long hair, it's going to hurt. And so when my kids would cry, I'd say, there's no crying. If you want long hair, it's going to hurt. So I don't know if my kids are crying on the inside (laughs) to help them with their hair or not. But my mom said, if you want long hair, I'm just going to brush it. I don't have time to be like, you know. So 
that one was just a little extra story of my life. So, so no one, you know, I hope that you get, we want it better. No, I hope no, that no one says, I just hope I have no friends today. I hope I get in a fight with my spouse. You know what? I hope my kids grow up to hate and loathe me. <laughs> Wishing and hoping that happens. Hope I lose my job today. My house gets foreclosed. You know what? I'm just really hoping that that's what happens today. If you are saying those things, there might be something. You know, we're like, you know, I can't wait to pay off my house. I can't wait to see my spouse. I love them. And when they come home, like when my husband's away, he brings me chocolate. Because he knows, for me, flowers don't do anything. This girl needs a chocolate bar. Those of you that like flowers, good. You know, if that's, you know. Also for me, if you bring me a cream soda, you'll probably be my best friend. So, just let you go. <laughs> Nobody hopes those things. That's when it says when love hopes all things. We're hoping for the best outcome, for good, because we're hoping that people want to grow, we want to change. It's impossible in a relationship to grow in a negative atmosphere. So you get to choose the atmosphere that you have around you. When our water, I wanted to cry because we've had so many issues <laughs> in this last year. And I thought, I am not going into this year with everything I went through last year. And I sat on the couch and I said, Lord, I'm just sitting here just like this. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm not going to receive that. I said, I'm going to get this hair under control. <laughs> you know what? And I did. I put a hat on. <laughs> And my water came. But you know what? I could have been the negative. Oh, this happened to me. And this is the third time our water went out this year. And then this happened. Oh. And, then I'm, and, you know, and then I probably would have been like, just stop talking to the kid. You know, and then you freak out on your kids because they're just like, Mom, can I have some cereal? And you're like, you know, we're destitute. I got to pay for all this. You know, and all of a sudden you start freaking out on your kids. This is chain effect. You know what I mean? And I thought, no, we're not setting up a negative atmosphere. My kids are going to school and they're going to be happy about it today. They're going to be excited to go. I get to choose in this moment, you know, and Matt's like, it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Not a big deal. You know what? This is all right. We got this. He's like, we do, you know, but the last time that is not how it went to let you know, (laughs) there was a lot of screaming and crying from me (laughs) because of course it was right after I worked in the garden. It was dirty. My hair was getting out of control and... Go to turn on the water, get a nice drink of water. No water. But like, again, we have good neighbors who come down with a big old barrel, fill it up, and like, here, you got water. <laughs> but, you know, we got to choose our atmosphere that time, how we wanted to go through that. We are all a work in progress. We deserve mercy and grace because of the blood of Jesus. So you know what? I can say for this house, that we're going to love each other, that we're not going to look at each other's um, dirty laundry as a negative. We're going to say, wow, that's an opportunity because God is God and he can do anything. Whatever your situation is, find someone who agree with you to say, no, that's what it looks like, but that's not how it's going to end up. Whether it's your marriage, whether it's your finances, whether it's your children, whether it's your job, whether it's your health. That's not how it's going to end up. 
And nobody's, this house is, we're not going to have gossip. We're not going to have, we are going to come together because you know what? That's what the body of Christ does. That's an amen on that because you know what? Be thankful not everybody has that. So the great thing is there's a lot of you here. You get to have that, but then you take it and you bring that into your area of influence. So we're going to pray.